0: Ladies and gentlemen, punters of all ages, welcome to the very first edition of the Mock Racing Podcast. My name is Mitchell and I'm joined today by a fellow member of the TMRC, Nick Ireland. How are we? G'day
1: Mitchell, how are
0: we? Very good mate. I'm very keen to get stuck into our tips today, especially yours.
1: Yeah, I'm very excited as well. We've we've been talking about doing this for a while and um can't think of a better better bloke to start a podcast with next to me Stop so it. Stop we'll it. Get it, let's just get it done and hopefully we along the way we can get our, get a couple of the boys on here with us
0: exactly right tip a few winners to the boys you know we're all about tips for the average punter here at the TMRC so hopefully we can send out a few good winners
1: yeah 100% we and we're not we're not one of those punting associations that um that charge our customers we exactly are right. complete, completely free association. We're we're just a bunch of bunch of blokes having having some fun. That's all we are, really. And right, that's what that's what makes it so good.
0: We're just a couple of boys, love a good punt, and we want to spread that to the world.
1: That's it. Well said, mate. All right, let's let's, let's crack get stuck on in to
0: today. It. We're uh, I believe we're focusing on Saturdays racing, while also talking a bit of crap, having a little fun. Um, it's the uh. Right, are Grange and Ballarat this Saturday. So I'll run through the card there. And then I believe you're also discussing the uh, Friday night races for Rose Hill.
1: That's right. I will be personally um, experiencing these races firsthand live for the first time of my career. You're going to be in attendance um, for the first time ever? In attendance. In attendance. Oh. Um, hopefully I can make it through the night without getting too blind because I am planning a big night. But um, I've got a couple of tips that I'm going to – I'm not putting on sports, bet. I'm going on to the bookies. So I've heard that's, that's the way to go when you get there. So I'm um, taking some cash with me. So we'll get, get a it. bit of a rundown later on about the Rose Hill races for Twilight for tomorrow definitely night. Want to see
0: some, uh, definitely want to see some picks from the yard tomorrow night as well. I'd love to see yeah, a couple of
1: them. Yeah, definitely. Um, Don't get kicked out for trying to race one of the horses. I feel like <laughs> that might, I feel like that might happen.
0: I, mean, I wouldn't be surprised knowing you just jumping onto the favourite and running down the straight.
1: Just kicking J-Mac off, off um, one of the horses and just like, fuck off J-Mac, get, get me on. <laughs> wouldn't be surprised. Would not at all be
0: surprised. Well, all right, can't wait to get your stereo analysis. But uh, before we get into that, I'm just going to run down both the cards for Saturday really quickly and maybe include a cheeky tip or two.
1: All right. go on.
0: First off, we've got Ballarat, just a little track report. It's Ballarat Cup Day, biggest meet of the year for Ballarat because, you know, they're getting a Group 2 race. It's the biggest race that's going to happen at Ballarat all year. Normally, there's 20-odd thousand people packed into the sands, but unfortunately, COVID rules this year. No one's going to be there. It's going to be 10 hotly contested races. The rail is going to be in a true position and it appears we're going to be on a good four track, which means there won't be any major track bias for leaders versus backmarkers. Race one, we've got 1,100 metres. This is one of the most openly contested races that I personally have seen in my short time as a punter. You'll have the favourite, Gorch roll forward out of the gate. Memphis Rock, Harlem Stake will also find their way into the front pack. Harlem Blues and Rock Profit are two horses in my eyes at a great value. But honestly, the Gorch might just do his short, just, um, sorry, my, his short price justice because he's never missed the top three in six starts, Nick, and I don't think he'll do that on Saturday either. I think he'll be in the top three once more.
1: I think you are quite right, sir. I've also got him in there. 2,600
0: metres for the next race. It's the longest race by distance of the day. It's uh, not a lot of speed in this race. Many of the horses in this one do like to sit back and run a slower tempo. Piso should try and hit the front and set the pace. And if he's not out in front, the people who backed him, they'll be in trouble. The market is with Wahin Toa at the favourite due to her finishing in front of most of the field in previous races, which means he could very well have the edge. Jack Reagan and Reflect the Stars are also major dangers. However, I prefer a horse like Yulong Rising. Was great two starts back when finishing third. Came ninth last start on Cup Day. But that can be forgiven because he didn't really get the right jumping position and the class of opponent was much higher on the day. In my opinion, he can bounce back. Blinkers has gone for the first time, which is always good. And much better suited to this field. Each way chance for sure. $9 win, $3 pace mark. That's my each way tip of the day for sure. Yulong Rising. Race three, we're out to 1,400 metres. This one, market expects one horse and one horse only to win, and that's Shelby Cobra. I don't blame them since he just runs the 400, last 400 so bloody fast, but he's open to below $2, which is always a risk. you know. My rule of thumb is if a horse is below $2, you don't back it because you'd hate to see it lose without even the chance of doubling your money. But um, So if you're looking for better value in the race, I'd prefer to look towards horses like Bo Rosser or Reciprocation, Potentially even trade win to grab a place at $31 to win, and I think it's around $7 to place. I'd happily take a place on trade win, but Shelby should be winning at that short price. But since it's such a short price, no bet for me. He's purely one for the exotics in the same race multis. Moving on to race four, route to a kilometre. A lot of debuting horses in this one, so you never really know who's going to run well. But with this field, all we do know is that it's going to be run at lightning speed down the straight. But a blonde, in my eyes, is probably the best bet due to it having the most experience with a win and a third already under its belt. Plus, gets one of your favourite jockeys, Nico, Craig Williams, on board. You like Craig Williams, don't
1: you? Don't mind myself some Craig Williams. Do not mind him.
0: Yeah, he's a stellar jockey. He's always in good form. He's always on the winners.
1: He always knows how to whip the horse right.
0: He does. He, He always steers it right. And, you know, if a horse is having a little bit of trouble, some trainers often call Craig to book him on board because they know that with him, they're definitely going to get a steady race. And so that's why I reckon Butter Blonde is the tip from that race. But also in the race, Prince Among Men looks incredibly over the odds at $20 to win and $5 to place. Major e way value there considering that he's also one of the only horses in the race with racing experience. And in a recent trial, he showed blistering speed and ran it in by like three lengths. So easy could bet on there. Rainvear, probably the best of the debutants, but really with this race, it's like throwing a dart at a board. You could take anyone. Anyone could get up.
1: Just to butt in here, I also agree, Butter Blonde for this race. There's something about Gay Waterhouse as the trainer getting into it. I feel like Butter Blonde has a good chance for the six-dollar odds. You can put a cheeky five each way, I reckon. And uh, I'm not sure if they're doing returns. I think they are doing returns, second or third on Sportsbet. So I, I'm confident that you will get a bonus back at least. So. I
0: 100% agree. If that horse isn't winning, I, I would almost say that it's probably the best bonus bet, back bet of the day. Like he should be running top three, and then if he isn't, it'd shock me.
1: 100%. So
0: um, the next race, 1200 meters, race five. It'll be interesting to see who hits the front in this one. Chicago Cub, Wise Hero, Travi, my friend, Excess Funds, and Mystico all like to roll forward, so it's going to be run at a cracking speed. All Too Royal and High Stranger both look like the major chances and that's where the the market's headed. But in my opinion, Travi, my friend, certainly sticks out to me. $7 to win, $2.30 at the moment. It's going to get a lot less on race day, so you'd want to take this sort of price right now. My rule of thumb is if, if the place is over $2, always go each way because, you know, if they don't seem to win but they get the place, you get your money back. So he might be the oldest in the race. But he comes in freshest off a six-week break. Plus, his last few starts, he's been running exceptionally well behind Group 1-star Windstorm. That's an exceptional horse, Windstorm. He's been in a few Group 2s, Group 1s. He's been winning almost every race this prep, and he's gone into the spell now. But Travy my friend, sort of been his running mate through all the races. And three starts back, Travy my friend, actually got the leg up and beat Windstorm. So if he can reproduce that sort of form, I'd be going travy my friend, either each way or a filler in those top four same-race multis. Next race, six, 1,200 metres again. My God, there is so much value to be found in this race. It's a Ruffy punter's birthday here. I know Cowbs would certainly love to be betting on this race, don't you reckon?
1: Cowby loves a Ruffy.
0: He is the resident Ruffy punter of the TMRC. Got up on cup day with three separate Ruffies, including the cup winner. So I'm sure he'll be listening in very keen for this race. Every single like horse that. in this one has a chance. Hence why the favourite lunacorn is at $5.50 to win and $2.15 to place. Not often that you see a race where the uh, the favourite is at each way odds. So Merited and Snapdancer will both roll forward and set the pace. They'll have the first bite of the cherry in terms of trying to win. They're both at $10 odds. Ballet Dior and Hint of Mint both come off wins, and they're at $21 and $13 respectively. But uh, I like Zabla Arena. She sticks out to me like an absolute sore thumb because the last three starts that she's been first up, and four out of six times she's been first up in her career, she's won. And she's first up on Saturday. So if she flies first up, why is she at twenty dollars to win at six dollars a place? Is that not mental odds?
1: I believe it is incredible odds, but I tell you what, there's something about this race. There as you said, it's a big race and there's a roughy chance here. So I say there's a lot of horses here that have the chance. It's a bit like a bit like a Melbourne Cup in a way, a little bit. Um but based based purely off um, the Sydney Swans player, Oliver Florent. <laughs> I, I am backing number five, Florent. I mean, Based off you, that, you would not be a miss. What are his odds? Uh, $26 for the win and seven fifty for the place. So put a cheeky five each way there. And if it gets up, you owe me a beer.
0: <laughs> oh, that is incredible. Zavlarina for me at $20 to win, $6 to place each way. And Florent for Nicholas at $26 to win. Lovely odds there. Race 7, we're out to a mile for the first time, 1,600 metres. Not a ton of speed in this one, but the front pack will include Star Roos Heavenly Emperor, and Caffrey. The favourite right you are is probably favourite for good reason. He smashed the clock in the final five, 300 metres last start when finishing third behind Power Scheme. He's proven to be an incredible horse, so that is a good show of form. Kalumpic has your favourite Craig Williams, Nick. And that's a major danger because he always finds himself around the line, but he never actually wins. He's always the bridesmaid, never the bride. He's come second, third, fourth, so many times without his prep without actually winning. It's ridiculous. That's why he's drifted out to the $8 range. I'm sure you'd like to take that bet.
1: He's actually gone up to $9, mate. He's up to $9 now? So, when I was doing my yeah, research so, earlier this morning, he was at
0: $8. $9, that's so incredible. up
1: a little bit. So we might be able to hold off a little bit more and suss it out later tonight or even maybe tomorrow, see if it'll go up. But... It, I believe you'll come down.
0: I agree. I agree. That won't be the price come race time. Just for this race, punters, just uh, hold off till race time and just see who the market goes with. Kolumpich might drift out to the past $10 or he might come into the $5 range. So you really got to be careful with that one. Don't, don't burn yourself too early because like I said, I researched this morning, he was at $8. I thought that was pretty good, but he's already going out to 9 So he might go further and you might be able to make a few more dollars on your bet come race time. Next race, Ballarat Cup, big one of the day. Won't give in, go into it here because Nick and I are going to discuss it much more in depth later in the show. Nick, uh, I know that you've got to, You're very keen to give your tip for that race.
1: I am very keen, but um, I'll wait on for it a bit later so the listeners can wait for it. Uh, I think oh. I think you know who I'm on. It's one of my oh. one of I, my I've good horses that I, I definitely
0: have a. I definitely have an idea who you're on, and if he, if it's not
1: who I'm thinking, I'll be very surprised. I think you know who it is, but we'll, we'll get into it in, the, in a minute. We'll get um, into it later. We'll keep, we'll keep going through the um, the rest of them. So keep going, mate. You're going well. Race nine, 1,100 meters. It's time for my
0: best of the Ballarat card in the form of the Astrologist. Outstanding horse that have been I've been following personally his last two campaigns, and he's made me plenty of money. He hasn't missed the top three in his last seven starts, and I expect it to be the same on Saturday. Again, Craig Williams on board, favorite of Nico, favorite of the TMRC in general. He'll be able to steer him right. And he absolutely loves riding the Astrologist after his success with him the last two starts. But it'd also be rude of me not to mention that Hawker Hurricane and Can't Be Done are both knockout chances with great pace. And they're both trained by great camps and are both at great odds. But it's the Astrologist for me. Too much good form to knock. I think he'll be winning it again
1: i just like to add, I also think the astrologist will get up. I just wanted to give my condolences to Black Panther. Chadwick um, passed away (laughs) earlier this year, so just respect to you, mate. Um, Respect that. We'll all
0: like to see Black Panther run a good race. Rest in peace, Chadwick Bozeman.
1: Rest in peace. All right, we'll get on to the next one, mate.
0: Final race of the day at Ballarat, 1,400 metres. This is going to be an incredible race. I think they've saved the best to last. Titan Blinders and Yao Dash will most likely challenge each other and run hard at the front from the start, see who can get in front, see see who's going to set the pace for the whole race. Titan Blinders looks way over the odds here. He hasn't missed the top three in a while and comes off a great win last start. I expect him to do it again. I expect him to be around that line and I expect him to really run a good, strong race. I also expect Ocular to run a strong race. He's one of my favorites and I jump on him most races. Saturday will be no different. I'll be on Ocular. He's drifted to each way value for the first time in a while because of questionable form lately. But I'll be happy to take a $6.50 to win and $2.10 to place price that you most likely won't get come race time. The bet for me here would be to hold off. And if you want a win bet, see who the market goes with and go for Titan Blinders or Ocular. But for me personally, I'm going to go with the Titan Blinders and Ocular Top 4 same race multi.
1: I do like Ocular for this race, I like the look of him. Yeah, he's,
0: he, he's got the the form and he's got the sort of track conditions suited to him. I really think he's going to run strong on the weekend despite if, like iffy form recently. I really think he'll run good on Saturday.
1: Yeah, it's it's either ocular for me or I'm also on um, Star Missile. I feel like Star Missile might have a chance in here after finishing good last race. And um, yeah, so we'll see how we go. But. That's, that's a bit more, a little bit of a roughie, not really, not the odds that you'd want to be paying for a roughy. What are the odds? But, are? Um, the odds are at $8.50. So that's not bad.
0: That's not bad, but I think Starmis was a bit under the odds there. I think he should be $10 I think,
1: plus. I think he will move up in price come race day. So yeah, I keep, an eye a big drift on, keep an eye on him. If he gets up, um, up there, it's worth uh, $5 if, you, if you've got the spare money. I think. Oh, for
0: sure. L- worth a bit of a bonus bet if you're there by the end of the day. If
1: yes, so you've got a few bonus that. bets
0: in the account, maybe $5 bonus bet on Star Missile. But uh, we it. roll on, on the Kembla. Group one racing at Kembla Grange, unheard of a few years ago, but these days, the gong at Kembla is its new biggest race. Rail in true position. It's tipped to be a good for um, track. Means, once again, little to no track bias. So let's get stuck into it. Race one, 1,500 metres. Holy crap! Huge stu- um, race to start the day. The Canadian Club handicap. God, I could go for a good CC right now, couldn't you, Nick?
1: Oh, I'm not a CC, man. If I'm honest, but um, really, oh, don't deny me. If anyone, if anyone hands me one, I'll drink it. But I mean, nothing beats a cold lager on a sunny day. Yeah, give me a beer. Lager. Some, I give mean, me some beer. You like beer? I mean, I'm personally,
0: I'll happily go down to the uh, the Tavern Hotel in Castle Hill and get a twenty dollar jug of Canadian clubs every day of the week. That's my go.
1: Sponsor us, please.
0: <laughs> Sponsor us the Tavern. Come on, we could make Come good on, business Tav. for you. Come on, Tav. Hugh Bowman makes his return in this race, which will be we, certainly we love interesting a bit to of see. Hugh Bowman. Oh, Hugh Bowman is a favourite of the TMRC. I know Cowbs loves him. Cabs. I mean, I used to love him when I was on wings. similar to a lot of punters. He was loved on Wings ever since, though. He's sort of been a bit of a nuisance, yeah, hasn't a he? He's a murderer. Oh, <laughs> I'm, not,
1: I'm not sure we go that far.
0: <laughs> Sorry. I'm not, I'm you, not had sure. you had to say. It. You I'm had not, to say. I'm it. not sure. The, the fact that two horses have been put down in relation to him are unfortunate. Uh, I'm not sure if they're really his fault or not, but, I mean, he does certainly seem to have a bit of a curse following him, but, well, he'll he will bounce back, you know. Not every horse can be Winks. He'll find his next Winks eventually, but um, he's on Air to Air, which is a really good danger in the race. But uh, Night and Secretly Awesome are going to be the ones that roll forward, but I think they'll fade towards the end. Atlantic King looks a good danger coming off a big win. He'll run strong, but Big Boy Roy and Air to Air both will sit off just off the pace. And like I said, J Max on Big Boy Roy and air-to-air air has Bowman, like I said earlier, they're going to run a respective race. But for me, I like he Falls. He comes off two straight wins, looks to make it a hat-trick. He has Tommy Berry on board, who is just in ripping form, mind you, placed or one, five from nine last Saturday at Newcastle. Plus, the horse has never lost with Berry on board. He ticks all the boxes for me and mine. It's he Falls each way for me in that race.
1: Um... I don't mind that where he falls for me as well, or I do not mind a bit of, um, number seven night. I don't mind, um, Kim Moore as the trainer. I think she's she's done well, um, recently in her, in this recent couple of races, she's had a couple of horses that have, um, placed and done well, uh, Mark Wolf's wife, the cricketer, if anyone did not know that, but. A uh, big big thing that comes out to me as well is Big Boy Roy. There's something about a J Max CJ Waller combo that, that gets me. Oh, there excited. there is there's something about it, it every time. So I believe those three it's it's gonna be a close one. It's it's a bit touch and go, whoever but there's a definitely a strong um strong opening race I'd say.
0: Oh it is for sure. I can't personally I per sorry, I personally cannot wait to see it. I think J-Mac and Chris Waller always spells disaster. A war, horses running, Bowman's return to New South Wales. Oh, it is going to be incredible.
1: Yes, sir. Race,
0: race two, out to a mile, six, 1,600 metres. Another great race here. Tar Warrior and King's Trust have the market support as well as the favourite, Activation. Activation has been a great moneymaker over the last three starts. Two wins and a second place under his belt. Not only has he been bolting in, but this time he carries a lot less weight than those last two um, wins. So his price will for sure shorten on the day. I'd watch him flying down the track late. He's clearly the one to beat, so I wouldn't blame you for backing it, but be cautious because he's got heavier competition here than he had in those last two wins. But I think that uh, activation really will run it in
1: in this one. I'm sitting off this one, so we'll get on to the next one now. Race three.
0: Race three, 2,000 metres out to the two kilometres. Navy Cross, first career, tampering, they're beautiful. Expect them to all be in the front pack. They'll all roll out at a very fast tempo. But out of those four, I only think that Navy Cross has the chops to run out in front the whole way for 2,000 metres. You know, it takes a special horse like Twilight Payment to run this far out in front the whole time. And I think that Navy Cross only is the one out of those four that can hold on. I reckon the the other three will be fading late. Stockman, though. He has the clear advantage with his great closing speed, hence why he's the favourite. He'll be coming in extremely hard in the last 400 metres. Same with Kurwan's Lane and Karma Zone. They can run home very hard and they're both at $10 odds, so great value there. Vegas Jewel is another danger. That horse has the option of taking race three here or the last race of the day, so it'll be interesting to see which race it does. Either way, it'll be a danger. It's always a danger when it races, so it always finds herself with a line. But on top of that, Former international sounds of cannons can cause havoc at the $26 mark. And House of Cartier at $15 also looks a touch over the odds. If I were you punters, I'd be holding off until race time. See who the market goes with out of those value horses I mentioned and back them each way. You'd want to see where the market's with. I definitely know Cowby will be sniffing this race.
1: I definitely think that as well. Um, I, I Number four, be beautiful. I was on that at the start of the year when he's gone um, three, three races in a row win.
0: He was very good at the start of the year, he um, definitely was.
1: It was very good, but he's had a very bad um, finish lately. He's had yeah. uh, two eighth-place finishes, so he's a bit of a roughie. I agree. Think he, I don't think he can get it done, but keep an eye on him. In this. If he does well in the next couple of races, he's definitely a horse that can get it done.
0: I agree. Like I, still- I said, I don't think he has the, uh, the chops, but uh, I'd love to see him prove me wrong. He's a great horse. I was a fan of him back at the start of the year. I'd love to see him return to form.
1: Yep, uh Vegas Jewel as well, like you said, great horse. Um, the only thing I'd say is wait off till race day. Jockey's still unknown. We don't have a jockey for him at the moment. Um Yeah, that's always a problem. So it's it's not a good sign to see. So wait on and I uh, is a very big um indicator of uh race win as well. So you need to keep your eye on that and see who it opens with, but um yeah to hold off but Again, it it always stands out to me. Number 11, accountability. CJ Waller, J-Mac combo. Always. It's a great combo. It really is. It's just something about it. Every time. I just...
0: (sighs) I mean, to be fair, I was researching earlier. Racenet has great statistics at your ability punters. Go on Racenet. You can find some great stats the combination of Waller and J Mac. Why does that get us all excited? It's because that combo between jockey and trainer has the greatest return on investment out of all jockey-trainer combos. It always that means that whenever these two team up, the horse is always around the line in form. Yeah,
1: there's something about it. There's something about it. And in the third um, gate coming out, so I think I think accountability will be my tip for this race.
0: Oh, I don't blame you. I'd love to see accountability get up. Everyone loves a waller Mac combo. Race four, run 1,000 metres. Going to be quickly run. Mansa Musa and Iconic Star set the pace early. However, look for horses like Destination, Hulk, and Broken Arrows. They all come home much quicker than the rest of the field. They're going to jump late. They're going to be the ones that run from the back. And I know that that might spell danger at 1,000 metres. You don't really like to be a back marker at 1,000 metres, but... They run hard so home, especially Broken Arrows. But Hulk, I love Hulk. I love him a lot. He'll come barreling down the straight hard. He could run them all down. He has Barry on his back. But I also love Destination, who's coming up fresh. Short spell, four weeks. Bowman's back on him. She, he had Rachel King on a soft track last time. Didn't really like the unfamiliar jockey or the soft track. Will appreciate a drier track. These two horses, I've followed them and backed most races here i couldn't possibly choose it's like choosing a favorite child we'll have to go top four same race multi hulk and destination
1: uh 100% agree i think it's hulk and destination it's a race between them to be honest um honestly if you if you're a bit risky and you i'd go for the quinella quinella really? hulk and destination I, I don't mind it to be honest cuz i feel like those two if they race to their abilities that's going to be the top two it's just they're going to be racing each other
0: there you go Nick's called it, Quinella. Nick's exotic. Hulk destination, Quinella bet. If that comes off, I think we all owe him a beer. That'll pay quite a bit. Yes. Race five, 1,200 meters. Not a lot of speed in this one again. Most likely run at a more moderate tempo. However, the favorite big parade, she's definitely going to try and hit the front early. Certainly don't blame the market for listing it as a favorite. High quality horse that can run it in by a few lengths if it wants to. Just depends if it rocks up on the day and wants to run. Pandemic, though, is the second favourite. That's the one that looks good in my eyes. It's the ideal race for the James Cumming trained Gelding. Will jump slow, but don't worry. I know, again, back market in a very short race, but God almighty, just like Hulk and Destination, it comes home so strong, and I believe a very appropriate name for 2020. Pandemic, here's the one to beat for me.
1: Yeah, don't mind it, to be honest. I'm not, I'm not on this race, but um, you've said it well, mate, so we'll get on to the next one now.
0: Race 6, 1,200 metres again. It's another 1,200 metre race that'll be run at a moderate tempo. Due to the lack of pacey horses, McCrua is the favourite at $3 mark. Then comes Intrepidatious at the 4.30 mark. Then after that, the odds really spike. Stolen Jade's the next best at $9. I mean, Pushler can certainly run a strong race, and so can Turnstile. Both of them are sitting pretty at over $10. They could be great little knockout chances with their odds. Star at $31 also piques my interest. But at the end of the day, no bet for me on this one. It's not an incredible race. I'd rather save my money for the uh, the group one next.
1: 100%. Um, yeah,
0: and that one, you know, the, the big group one of the day, it's the gong. I won't worry about that one now because, again, Nico and I will be putting it up for debate quite soon. I am very anxious, Nick. I am very anxious to see what you think is for the gong.
1: Yeah. What are you? Yeah. Well, we're almost there, mate, but... Um... We'll get on to race eight. We'll come back to this one now. So. Race eight,
0: 1,600 metres, second last race of the day. Ulcibar to hit the front and hit the front hard in this one. Only one of the bunch that likes to hit the front. So he'll be the one that gets to go out there, set the pace early, and the other horses are going to have to chase him. So if the other horses aren't careful, he could run away with the whole thing. And he's at $6. 6 sorry not $6, $16 to win. That's incredible value. He ran third last week at Newcastle and carried much more weight. Today, he's, you know, he's underweight. He I'd definitely watch out for him. He's clearly ready to run and he'll command respect. Old boy Zikata will run around the track at over $100 to one. It would be lovely to see him snag a place or maybe even get up and win. But uh, yeah. almost 100% sure that that won't be happening. He's... uh very old now. He's had a long career. I think he'll be retiring very, very soon. So, uh, Matauri and Betty Flying could pip on the line each good way. Each good way. Oh, fuck. Each at good each way. Odds, my bad. Sorry. And the international favorite, Birda Beck, could also run it in if it feels like it. Nick, go ahead. I'm tripping over my words.
1: Um, again, yeah, I'm I'm not actually on this, but I don't mind a bit of Vegas jewel for this one, I think. I, I like the look of him and um or elaborate as well. Um yeah, so I'm not I'm not going into it too much. That's just looking roughly now and looking at some of the odds. So I haven't really researched it much, so we'll get on to the next one now.
0: Last race of the day. It's gonna be raced at six o'clock, probably the last day of the main racing cards before you head over to Ascot before they start. Fourteen hundred meters uh it's going to be exceptionally fast rule the world and peyton place are going to hit the front and they're going to go head to head just like Yard dash and titan blinders over at um ballarat rule the world has been underwhelming of late but timmy clark will try and steer it right peyton place has chad lever who is a jockey that isn't in horrible form got a good win on golden eagle day a few weeks back but he'll most likely fade late i'm happy to go with power warrior here comes out on tempo will finish strong He's come second behind Edison and Montefilia before, and we all know how good those horses are. It has the fresh legs, has Tommy Berry on board, ticks all the boxes, can't see why it won't be at the
1: line. 100% agree. I'm on him as well. Papel Warrior, get on him.
0: Papel Warrior is just a great horse, great odds as well. Now, those are the Ballarat and Kembla Grange cards for Saturday. We move on to uh, the big four races of the day. These are all... Group 1s or Group 2s or not even groups. They're just the main races of the day. They're the ones we're all looking forward to. We're going to have a bit of a tip-off, aren't we, Nick?
1: Yeah, we are, actually. So we'll start off Ballarat Race 8, correct? Sure thing.
0: Yeah, Ballarat um, Race 8.
1: So I think you know who I'm on. There's This is a, one of a personal favourite of mine. Um, Paul. I knew it. Oh, I knew it. Gina Paul, great win last week.
0: Oh, outstanding! Great
1: win, Karen McAvoy. Very good jockey as well. I do love me some Karen McAvoy. Um, six dollars fifty, decent odds. I I feel like he's he's in there to win again. I feel like he's the one. Oh, he
0: he for certain is.
1: Who who are you are, mate?
0: Well, I mean, Juniper Power's is not just a favorite of yours. He's a favorite of mine. I'm also on Juniper Power for this one. Good oh, man. I was I I knew I had an inkling that you were going to jump on it as well, but. I couldn't pick any other horse. For me, it's Junipow. He is an old favorite. I followed him every single race. uh, And er every time that the punters jumped off him and then his odds drifted because of bad form, I stayed on him. And because every single one of his bad races, they can be forgiven. He's had three wins from five attempts this campaign. One last start at Sandown brilliantly, like you said. He's got solid claims. Mayor in Eustace's camp has Junipower absolutely flying. I expect the same results on, from him on Saturday. He'll settle in the midfield just off the page, run home extremely hard. He'll probably pass Sosey Bond, Packadilla. They'll all be at the top, but he'll pass them and he'll win again. Junipower has my bet.
1: There you go. So great minds think alike. Hopefully we can get up for the, um, the boys. All right. Hopefully. What's next, Nick? Ascot race six, sir. So... Okay,
0: I'll just give a bit of a track report for Ascot first. Rail's going to be out three metres, which will provide just a little advantage to the leaders and the horses on the inside barriers. It'll also be either a soft five track or a good four track. We we'll might start soft five, but by the end of the day, it'll definitely dry out to a good four. There won't be very many track buyers. So uh, take us through the odds for that race six at Ascot.
1: Uh, all the odds of who do you... um?
0: Just take nah. us through the odds, top to bottom. Who who starts as favourite? Go down. So Where is we've the
1: first got, few? We got the favourite. Um, at the moment we have got Gemma's son and Dom to shoot as both the favourites at five dollars fifty at the moment. Um, there's a couple of other ones. Brave Angel at seven fifty, Western Empire at seven dollars, and it kind of goes away from there. I feel like the race is, um, I believe is. Between a couple of the favourites anyway, but um a bit Who have you got? Who have I got? Um I feel like we may have the same the same one again, but I could be wrong. I'm on Western Empire. Oh, well that's not who I've got.
0: I'll wait to see who I've got, but go on. Uh um, Western Empire.
1: Western Empire w wh- mind my friend here, but William Pipe is a fucking dog over in Ascot. <laughs> he, he he loves the track and I he back is. him. I back him to bring Western Empire home. Uh, previously finishing third and second, room for him each way, I'd say. But I like him at $7 odds. I reckon it's worth getting on it. Oh, it is. Stable,
0: William mate. Pike is the king of Ascot. But I've gone against him in this one. I have. And like you said, West Empire is a great horse. Uh, But I've gone with Stablemate, Magical Dream. Despite the fact that it's drawn second widest barrier and, you know, the rails out might spell danger for him. It's a high enough quality horse for that not to matter. Been in great form. Two wins from two starts on a good track. Will come out of the gates last because of the back marker position, but will come home stronger than all of them. It has its last, the final 200 metres for this horse. It's the fastest every time it races, no matter what placing it is it at that time. The bad placing can be forgiven though. In her last start, she came six. That was only because of a horror jump. Like that was its only downfall. It's Grant and Alana Williams trained. Stable made, of course, is Western Empire, the pink and white. They're famous. You know, you might recognize it from horses like Arcadia Queen, Windstorm, Superstorm, Truly Great. You know, all those pink and white horses, they're all from the same stable. This camp runs WA Racing, and like Nick said, he reckons Western Empire. I think it's going to be a magical dream. at $9 to win, $3.15 to place. Magical dream, each way place, and really it's the G&A Williams camp all the horses that are from them in this race, they might even go one, two, three.
1: That's it. Well, just to correct you there, um, odds have fluctuated to nine dollars fifty for magical dreams. So Ooh, love it. I'd honestly that's that's not a bad one to pick up either. Like you said, love the it. training camp there, they are they are dominating. So they they, are. we'll get on to the next one now. We got Ascot race eighth.
0: Yes, the railway stakes, that's the big group one over in Perth.
1: Now, I'll just run through a couple of them. So, favorite inspirational girl, $3.80. Number 14, we've got Too Close to the Sun, $5.50. That's a good horse. And then they all, they all, uh, another big um, 20 horses in the race. So, another big race going on. But um, for me, that, it's hard to it's hard to not pick the favorite here i i believe honestly i uh, i as much as i'd hate to pick the favorite i feel like the favorite would be very hard to beat in this one i don't blame you um again this william Pike in ascot and then g a williams training it's um g n a sorry it, I d i can't go past it um yeah off the midfield for inspirational girl but i feel like she'll run home strong and um uh yeah, I just I feel like it's her her place to lose. Um she, oh, it is you you can put it um if you don't want to put money on for a fav um favorite win, you can put her in a multi or even even if you put it each way, she's uh she's guaranteed to place. She's put placed oh, I say that now. Uh she's placed a hundred percent of her races, so um and eighty yeah. percent of them, so I, I, don't, I don't see her losing this one, to be honest. So what, who have you got, mate?
0: I don't blame you, but uh, Inspirational Girl is easily the best horse by far. GNA Williams Camp, incredible form. Like you said, it's won 80% of its races, and when it hasn't won, it's come second or third. And has the ascot king, Willie Pike, on board. But call me crazy, I'm going with Kemantari. Despite wow. being in the winner's yeah. circle since 2018, he's always raced consistently, in my mind. Including a third last start here at Ascot when he's moved over because he wants to target the summer Ascot season. So he's moved over from Melbourne and uh, he raced well last week. And you know you might you might say that he hasn't raced well. He hasn't been in the winner's circle. He's only getting thirds and seconds rarely. But he always attacks the line really hard, and that's what I love in a horse. I love a horse that. No matter where it's placed, it still runs through at the end. It never gives up. It just it runs strong, runs nice through the line, doesn't slow down at the barrier just because it's lost. I really like Hemantari. That's what it does here for me. Gets the inside barrier. And like I said, three metres, not, not a whole lot of track bias, but just a little bit. So it gets number one barrier and has basically the guy who runs Ascot when Willie Pike's over in Victoria and New South Wales, Chris Farnham. He's on board. He's champion W.O. Western Australia jockey as well. He's coming off two wins personally on Wednesday, yesterday, and two wins here last Saturday. So I think Kevin Tari will need the perfect run to beat the likes of truly great KC and especially inspirational girl who seriously, like I said, wouldn't be surprised if it runs it in by three lengths. But yep. I think if it gets the perfect run and everything goes its way, Kemantari huge each way chance at thirteen dollars and four dollars to place.
1: Very nice. All right, should we get on to the last last race of our pick for the Group One? Yes, the last day? race of
0: the pick off. It's at it Kembla. What is it, Nick? Kembla
1: Kembla Range number seven. Um, let's go through it now. We've got the favourite Dawn Passage at four dollars sixty currently. Um, Rock seven dollars. Cascadian ten dollars. Um, Purple Sector five dollars fifty, and then um another one is yeah it, it doesn't really matter to be honest. But uh oh Hugh Bowman's on, oh All Meadow I believe it's pronounced um at eleven dollars. So maybe
0: a nice sort of roughy
1: chance. Yes. So me personally again, Purple Sector, great horse. You, it's, I know you it's, like that horse. Getting the, getting it done again. I backed backed her on Melbourne Cup day. Um, you did. I remember that. And you just know she's gonna she's gonna go well here. Although Rachel Well, Rachel King? Um, the Mock Racing Club has has their opinions on Rachel King. Um, however, she knows how to um whip him well. I'd back it. That's uh, all I, I agree. Say.
0: The boys in the TMRc they 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 always take a set against the Rachel King horses, but that's just because. She knows she, she sometimes looks to be riding a good thing, but then it comes nowhere. But that sometimes isn't her fault. That's the horse's fault. Me personally, I think Rachel King's just like Jamie Carr. She's the Jamie Carr of New South Wales. She could win on a broomstick if she wants. But personally, I haven't gone with Rachel King. The, the market loves Dawn Passage due to his third placing in the Golden Eagle a few weeks back. He ran very close behind Ice Bath and winner Colette, and he looks like he was going to steal it at one point. That's why he's the favorite. But instead of him, I'm on another Golden Eagle runner in the form of Bottega. I know it's another huge odds horse, but for some reason the value horses have been sticking out to me all day. Like every race on every card today on the Saturday, I really think the value has the chance he ran fifth in the Golden Eagle, and he stormed home and was extremely unlucky not to grab the third off Dawn Passage. And the only reason he didn't was because of the track being an absolute bog. He's placed twice on good conditions in this prep, and as well, I'm struggling to understand why he's listed at $15 to win and $4.60 to place. Like, in my mind, that's way over the odds. In I've I've listed him as around the $7 to $10 range. So that far over the odds in my gr- I'm happy to take him. He'll sit off the midfield. He'll allow the front runners up the f- to run up the front, roll forward, run their hearts out, and then start to fade and lose pace at the end. He'll capitalize on that just like he did in the Golden Eagle and he'll storm home. I've been searching for value all day and I think this guy is the best value chance of the day. Plus, he carries the minimum weight. So he has all the chance in the world to run one each- to run well, each way on Bottega for me, for the gong.
1: Very nice. All right. Well done, Mr. Cashmore. We have done Lovely. our first, Um
0: i I'm much looking forward to see the results, to see who's won this week's tip-off. 100 uh, I, I think either of us have a chance. I've gone value. You've gone the shorter price favorites. and I don't blame you because they're all extremely good horses. I think we're going to have a very hot contest come Saturday. Who's going to be taking the point into next week for the tip-off?
1: Very nice. Um, just to just to change things up, I'm going to throw throw a little spanner in the works here. Ooh. Um, we've got a race in two minutes. I reckon we've got to do a live oh. live bet upon it. I actually a live have a tip. Bet, I actually have a tip on this race, which where I where is it at? Um, Tell me. Hawkesbury race four now. Oh. Usually, usually you'd stay away from Hawkesbury. Oh, um, Hawkesbury on a Thursday
0: is a spells bad news for your wallet, but we're gonna yeah, have a go, are we?
1: We'll, we'll, we'll have a go. We don't actually have to put any money on, obviously, but um, we can just we can just p- take our pick. I did actually put five dollars on this race. I'm gonna be honest. Who have you morning. got? I've got number nine, but I got him at seven dollars fifty. Oh,
0: you got him so, at seven dollars fifty, and he's drifted into two dollars eighty favorite. Yes,
1: yeah, so that's incredible. Could be nice here.
0: That could be great if that comes off. That's the sort of drifting that you love to see. When did you put this bet on?
1: It was actually yesterday.
0: And what what comes to mind for this horse? Why have you picked Toscanini, number nine, at Horseview Race 4?
1: There is not much reasoning except someone, one of my mates actually from work, gave me the tip. So I'm backing him here. And um, so, Aiden, if you're listening to this, which you won't be, I know you won't, but um, <laughs> yeah, well... Who, who have you got cash i, I don't reckon i'm wait gonna for go the race. We just look at it at, we'll look at it at the end. oh we'll
0: we'll come back to it at the end i reckon number seven Makamo, number one barrier uh, Mitchell bell is on and I can see the market right now it's taking a drifting in it's coming in from seven dollar fifty at six dollar50 on my computer screen at the moment might be a different one on yours but um yeah Mitchell bell great jockey he's done great in the regional races lately he's been running a few winners Makamo comes off uh, two two wins in the last two starts. And in this prep, he's gone second, fourth, fourth, win, win. So I think that's great form to be taking into a regional race at Hawkesbury on a Thursday afternoon. Oh, look at that. He's just gone up to 750, 750 again. I so he's well. he's jumped up a dollar. So, I mean, he's starting to drift back out again. I'll happily well, take the down. higher price. price so,
1: yeah, he'll need to dig right. deep
0: to win this race, but I reckon number seven, Macomo for me.
1: Well we'll leave that and we'll come back to it at the end. Um so I believe it's my turn now, sir. So Yes your Rose turn Hill. for the
0: card rundown. Rose Hill races Rose Friday Hill. night twilight. Uh,
1: so await um, anxiously. Unfortunately I've I'm not I'm not as many of um you may know at the the mock racing club, I'm not a Mitchell Cashman when it comes to analysis on horses. I usually just get straight to the point and usually it's I'm talking out of my ass when it comes to about some of the horses that I'm picking. Like, but you do get a lot of winners. I, I, I do. I'm not. Yes. Okay. Well, so tomorrow it could – tomorrow night. So I will be at, at the at the Hallow Turf itself. And um, so race one in Rose Hill. Um, no third dividend to start it. We've only got six runners. There was seven, but one has got scratched. Uh-huh. Um, I'm going to start off by saying Rose Hill in general. It's going to go two ways. It's either going to go favorites all night or mid-odds um, um, mid, mid odds to um, roughies, I believe.
0: Sounds about right. It's either and, one or the other at Rose Hill.
1: And J-Mac on most of the favorites. So um, let's see. But for Rose Hill race one, I've gone with number four. Don Arcangelo, I think. Mm-hmm. Hugh, ba- Hubert, Hugh Bowman up into New South Wales um, riding tomorrow night. So I, that's my first tip of the night. Um, $6 he's at at the moment. Um, a good price. Finishing last race, second place. But I just – I believe that he's got the chance. Um, he was second up at Kembla, then came from – in Gosford and won by more than a stride. He's a good chance. He's off, off midfield. I feel like he's should be okay. So, yeah. Um, race two, Rose Hill. Oh, Cash, did you have anything you wanted to say about that one? Or
0: uh, I agree. I, I tend to stay away from the no third dividend races. They've always messed me up in the past with uh, my horses coming third. So, uh, I tend to always stay away from that. But I like the pick. I think that horse definitely has a chance to go well. On the race you- two, mate.
1: To be fair, I usually would be um, offered as well, but as I said, I'll be there tomorrow. Now it's going to be hard to keep me away from the. Um, oh, rookies you're going to have to be
0: on every. You're going to have to be on every race. You can't go 100%. to the races and not be on every race
1: of the card. Um, Rose, Rose Hill Race Two. Now we've got um eleven runners. One being. Think I know who you're going to be on. You know who I'm going to be on, do you? I
0: think I know who you're going to be on.
1: Oh well, I'm I'm on um Skywolf. Oh well, oh, I'm wrong then. Go on. Who do you think I was on?
0: I thought you were going to be on number two, the favourite Kiku J Mac and Walla combo. But uh, yeah, I, tell me about Skywolf.
1: Um, it's actually it's Sportsbet's top tip. It's just I've clicked on. I didn't know that. Um, it's a new horse, obviously coming through. Um. I just, something about Tommy, as you said earlier, Tommy Berry is, he's, at the moment, he's in really good form. Um, I feel like he's the biggest chance out of the rest of them, apart from Kiku himself with J-Mac on the back. Um, if, if J-Mac and doesn't win this one, which he definitely could with it, it's just not worth getting on the $2.50 odds, I believe, honestly. Um, $5 each way for Skywolf. Three dollar sixty to place as well. I just I feel like he'll get it done at least at least a placing. Um, excellent, excellent odds. That's that's my pick for it. Um, but I would say, if you have to fill up a multi for tomorrow night, if anyone wants to, Kiku would not be a bad bet either. I would say. Um, what about you, mate? Anything you would like to say?
0: Well, I mean, you've you've said it perfectly. Um, Kiku's got the J Mac combo. That always bodes a disaster, but $2.50, low odds. You know, you're going to be at the races, and, I mean, it's a Friday night. Friday nights, you, you don't want to be taking the low-odd favorite. You want to be taking those value horses, building that bank for and splurging on Saturday. So I don't blame you whatsoever for going a 12 dollars odd weaning horse with Skywolf. Got the horse that's just coming out new, has run strong in the last race. Tommy Berry on board. Don't blame him at all. Good tip, Nick.
1: Um from Rose Hill as well, so um should be going all right. The only thing I would say is is in the furthest barrier, so um that's the only thing that can stop it from winning, I believe, apart from obviously the favorite just fucking it up. Um, yeah, fair enough. Now race three, so we've got a eight eight runners in this one, so I believe it'll be a no third dividend. Assuming there will be one scratch tomorrow, I believe. There's always one. Um there's always one. Um it's hard to go past J Mac on this one, I believe. So I'm on number five, uh Toscanini.
0: The same one from the uh Hawkesbury. Well I reckon that might be the one that gets strat scratched since he uh raced today. He probably had the uh two options and he went with today instead.
1: Yeah, that's unless that's he's been scratched it. at
0: the barrier. Unless he's been scratched at the barrier at Hawkesbury. And he's decided tonight is tomorrow night's. Then one to go. I think, yeah. If he's raced just then, he won't be racing tomorrow night.
1: Yeah. Well, I did. I did actually not realise that to be honest. But um, I've only but, just yeah. noticed
0: it as well. i yeah.
1: If we didn't, if we didn't do that Hawkesbury race, <laughs> it would have been Toscanini. Know. Yeah. <laughs> so um, but if Toscanini gets on it, I reckon him and uh, with J Mac on him, if he gets up, um, gets the race, he'll be on. I think um yeah something about him i believe i feel like six dollars is pretty good odds but um yeah i'd stay away from the the favorite el buena buena whatever it is not bad either but um yeah as as you said you want to be staying away from the favorites a little bit there's no point putting because my bets are usually five or ten dollars each there's no point putting five dollars my horse to get fifteen dollars back. There's not much point in that, to be honest. I I, I think anyway, if it's not if it's not guaranteed, it's a it's obviously a punt. So you might as well have a punt on someone else. I agree. Um, what's your tip, mate?
0: Well, I mean, if Toscanini races, which we'll have to wait and see to the end of the show when we check the Hawkesbury results. If he did, Toscanini should win. But uh, if he doesn't race, I'll just take the uh, stable mate, Safiano, fifth barrier, Tommy Barry on board. Love me some Tommy Barry. Safiano, if Toscanini does not race.
1: Yeah, I also don't mind a bit of fast Coney on this one as well. He could, Hugh Bowman, the little um, slag, could whip him <laughs> to um, victory if he wants to. Definitely. Um, CJ Waller, Bowman combo. It's it's not well known, but um, great jockey, great trainer. So let's see what the works can do together. Get exactly on to race right. now at Rose Hill. Um, Again, so we've got... The favourite being C J Waller and Tom Berry at four dollars eighty. So this is this would be a race if I believed um the favourite was good enough. You could that's back dangerous. At four dollars eighty, but um something about it, mate. And it's it's the J Mac C J Waller combo again. I knew Sacred, it. sweet five dollar odds. Um, great horse, great horse. Um, it is. I've seen yeah. it race. It's good. It's it's loves racing in Rose Hill, loves it. Um, it's last couple, last second, second, third, second, first, first, second. Um, it's it's like race to lose, I think. Um, it's definitely going to go down in prices, so I might actually get on this one on sports bet tonight, as well as getting it on at the bookies tomorrow, because I believe it will drop in price dramatically. It definitely dramatically, will. dramatically, whatever the word is.
0: Sacred, you've heard it here first, Sacred Sweet will go dramatically down, according to Nick Hyland, dramatically, dramatically. dramatically, standard English for a reason.
1: All right, mate. <laughs>
0: no, only joking. Take us to
1: race five, mate. Race five. Here we go. So, I'm, I would like to say stay away from this one as well, because it's going to be tough for, um, there's two horses in this race that are going to be racing each other, and they're only at $3.60 and $3.70 odds, and I believe those two will be the ones to take it. So it's a bit annoying. Um, If you want some value, I guess you could have a look at the um, Rachel King, I think could be a good one, or maybe even um, Tenorino with Timmy Clark on him. Um, But, yeah, I feel like the favorite at the moment, J-Mac on the Traminer, Traminer. It's gonna to be too good, but yeah, it's a bit annoying, three dollars sixty odds. So I hope it the market yeah. fluctuates a little bit to um get it a bit nicer. Anything right. you would like to say about in, that, mate?
0: Yeah, I, I agree. Personally, I'd three dollars sixty, three dollars seventy, they're both very short. They'll probably shorten come race time, they'll probably both end up in the two dollar range. I mean, if you want them, you could go Quinella. You could go same race multi.
1: I mean, well, you heard it here first. He's back to Quinella. He's back the, I've backed the Quinella to, for Saturday, and Cashy is now back to Quinella for tomorrow night. You've you heard know it what? Here first.
0: Let's do it. Exotic. Cashy's exotic of the week. Tramonair and Greek Hero to run the cry, Quinella. Look at me. I'm tripping over my words now. Quinella at race five, Rose Hill Friday night. Number nine, number two. They're the Quinella for me.
1: Let's see if it gets up. All well done. All right, race six now. So uh another J Max CJ Waller combo in this one. A bit of a roughie if um Calby wishes to Calby Kel- Calby won't be on a Friday night, but surely not. Surely not. But who knows? Um again, but I'm not on that. Um I feel like it's hard to stay away from the favourite in this one at four dollars twenty odds. Um Isafar. CJ Waller brilliant trainer um the last three for this horse second third and first uh, uh let him won nearly every randwick race 1400 uh, meters um i i just believe it'll, he'll get it done tomorrow so yeah i will be backing that one i hope I get a little bit better for it but i don't i don't know it's a big. it's a big race 16 um horses on it but um yeah, it's it's a tough one. I feel like a roughie could get up on this one. It's it could be a bit of a roughy night, or a, as I said, or it could be a bit of a favorite night. So you could yeah. have a look at the um the first three horses that are listed. They've got three jockeys on them. They all um will go decently if they all race well, I believe as well. But um I think it's hard to stay away from the favorite, or you can go for the Ruffy, uh, my Ruffy of the day tomorrow will be number two, Joliet J Max CJ Waller Combo. 100%. So,
0: mate, those are some excellent tips. Ease of Far, best horse in that race by far, and Joliet, easily the best Ruffy in my mind. Great yeah, knowledge from you, I my friend. I don't
1: mind even putting just $5 on the place for Joliet if you wish. Um, it's a 30, 30 something. Just over thirty dollar return, so it would be nice. That, that'd bad. be
0: great. That would be outstanding.
1: Yep. Last so, race tonight. Who have you got? Last race. So, this one. Um. So last race, I will, I will be blind at this point? I believe. Um, oh,
0: I don't doubt it. You could be. You could be running in this race at this point. You could have talked your way under a horse.
1: Yeah, at this point. If, whoever's watching this, if you're um get it get out the sky racing on tv and have a look see if you see a streaker on the field and if you see Nick Holland running across all right or i might be on a horse <laughs> i might be the jockey who knows he,
0: he definitely could
1: um for this race i've gone with number 5 snowfire tommy berry again 12 dollar odds um i just i reckon he can get it done i give him give him a chance he's he's just come off a break um two wins before the break so yeah that's um that's my tip but um yeah not much in it to be honest but yeah, yeah it's i no agree my it's, bet. It's, it's, no, it's, it's not, not the not best a, race to finish off it's, it's not a great night to be honest but um tickets were free for me so that's why i'll be there
0: oh of course you you never turn down a free ticket to the races just whatever meet it is whether it's a Thursday at Hawkesbury or it's a Friday night at Rose Hill or a Saturday at
1: Flemington. That's it. Um that's all from me for that. I've gone and checked the um Hawkesbury, the race, Hawkesbury race. Ooh and Toscanini has won. Oh hey, there we go.
0: Already back to winner.
1: So there we go. Toscanini,
0: lovely. So he won't be racing tomorrow night, but he's gotten the win for Nick at what odds did you get it at?
1: Seven dollars, so not too bad. How much have you won? Well, well I put five dollars on it, so I've won thirty-five dollars, mate. So I'll there take that. There you
0: go. Thirty-five dollars in the account for tomorrow's racing. See if you could turn that into a hundred for Saturday's racing.
1: I that's hope excellent. so. I hope so. All right. That's, um, yes. Uh, well, that's, so let's just—that's
0: that's all. Just, all for today. Before we go, Nick, what's if you could have one bet, one bet on the whole day, Saturday or Friday? Which what would be your best bet? across I'll, the whole I'll two days Saturday,
1: because the trend will be we'll back a saturday there's not going to be many friday nights that we'll be covering it's just a specialty this week but yeah. um my tip of oh, we'll start with yours mate um what's your what's your tip of this? my best
0: i mentioned it earlier i can't go against my favorite the astrologist if i could have one bet any of the days if i could have one bet at ballarat one bet at kembla one bet all weekend, it will be The Astrologist. He is my favorite horse of the day. He just runs so good. Craig Williams should steer him right. Let's cheer him on home.
1: Um, so I've got my roughie of the day for Saturday will be... Ballarat race six, number five, Florent for Oliver Florent. Uh, shout out to you if you're listening to this At <laughs> Home, which you definitely won't be either. No,
0: uh, you definitely um, will be Oliver Florent.
1: He's a big fa- he's a he's a big fan. He's a big, fan, he's a big of fan of the TMRC. He's a big fan of the podcast. Um <laughs> He listens every week. So um <laughs> that's my tip. Um, but yeah, like he said, astrologist is a very good, but I've gone with um Staying staying away, getting onto the ascot, I feel like William Pike, um he he's just a dog, bro, he's just a dog. Is so it was which one was it? Race six, I'm pretty sure. No, was race. Was that the Western race Empire or, race, race, eight? or race, race Eight? Race eight, inspirational girl, tip of the day for me. William uh, Pike. Don't blame it, you. It's uh, it's not losing in my eyes. I don't I don't see it losing. I don't um, blame that I'd, horse, I'd be... that horse yeah. trots. It's a trotter It does, it, it, it. does.
0: Like, I, I wouldn't blame – that's you, – you'd almost call it a moral at this point. You wouldn't want to in case it loses. I mean, I'm sure it'll be in thousands of uh, bet slips across the country. It'll certainly be in hundreds, hundreds of multis. So a lot of angry people if that one goes down. But, yeah, I don't blame you for going an Inspirational Girl. Despite me going Kemantari, Inspirational Girl is the one to beat for sure.
1: That's it. Um, I, I'd say that's a favorite that you can get on and you can put a bit more money on this one. I feel like it's a bit more it's a even though it's a very crowded race, I feel like Inspirational Girl is the one that's gonna get take it home. So yeah. Bloody oath. That's my best of the day. You know what? I'm definitely going to be
0: taking the punt and putting out both best of the days in a multi, see how much it goes. Imagine if it gets up, I'll be cheering. Encourage oh, you to yeah. do the same at home if you guys want to take the punt with us. But uh Thanks for joining Nick. Been That's lovely right. first edition of the uh, podcast. I hope to do many more in the future.
1: Very much so, sir. Um very much enjoyed it. So we'll come back next week and we'll we'll open up the um podcast next week. Next so we, we'll be recording every Thursday, hopefully getting a hope to, Friday, yes. Friday we'll night release yes. for for Saturday morning. So you boys and, and women, uh, I'm not sexist. A lot can, of women uh, punters out there. A lot of women punters. Your your missus, sir, she, she gets on the horses. She, I, she does I,
0: get on the horses a
1: lot. She'll be listening. She'll be listening. She will, she'll to, be our shout biggest out to fan. At home. Shout, shout out, out to Claire. At home. Um, but yes, we will do a run through of our tips from last week and see how we went overall in our next podcast next week. And we might even get one of the other boys on for a special. We might.
0: M- we might even get the mock himself, Josh
1: Gatz. Shout out to him. Yes. We might. It depends how we go, and depends on availability of others. But um, yes. yeah, I very much enjoyed it, mate. So so have
0: I. Thank you for joining me. Look, ladies and gentlemen, look out for the TMRC podcast out there. We're going to be trying getting it out everywhere. So whether you find it on SoundCloud, Spotify, if we can get it on Spotify, but uh, it'll definitely be on SoundCloud. But we'll hopefully try and get it out as many avenues as possible. Might even see us pop up on Instagram, Facebook, that sort of thing. You'll find us under TMRC or the Mock Racing Club, Mock Racing Podcast. You'll find us somewhere. You can follow us along the journey. But ah, uh, yeah, it's been a great ha- pleasure, Nick. Thank you very much.
1: No worries, Mitchell. Um, so yeah, thank you everyone for listening this week. If you made it this far, which I hope, I hope they did. Um, <laughs> I hope they did as well. Good journey. Good, good banter. I mean,
0: um, if they did, if they jumped off, they wouldn't have heard your stellar tip from Hawkesbury. That would have won.
1: Yes. Very. See. Just prove right. that you can pick a winner. The, the people that might be listening to us that don't know me, they might think, oh, this guy doesn't know anything. I've just picked a live winner. Exactly and, right. And you know what we say to that, guys? What do we say to that, Nick? Cheers, guys. Cheers. Yes, we do. Love it.
0: All right. Thank you for joining me. Thanks, Ladies guys. Gentlemen, that See has been later. the first ever edition of the TMRC podcast. Join us next week.